Play football. Play to the rules. Play to the referee. Cross your fingers up, you get a slight look. And may the best team win. Liverpool versus Man City on January the 14th, live at Anfield. Okay, uh, today we have about 8 million members on the pod. Um, if I list them all, I'll be here till midnight, so I think there's about 7 of us in total. You'll meet them as we go along, and you also will appreciate that Sai and Robski are trying to challenge the two red gringos of being the most drunk pod ever. So, if they ramble, you know they why. They have no chance. Sorry, challenge? <laughs> challenge. challenge. Gang, of, gang of two red gringo pussies, they couldn't keep up with us. Right. On that note, <laughs> start. Do your best to give you, yourself uh, your own ideas and thoughts on the starting lineups. Oh, first 11, uh, I think it was about as good as you're going to get, to be honest with you. Um, Apart from Virgil? Uh, well, yes, but, I mean, to be fair, <laughs> we just... Finished 17 games undefeated prior to Virgil joining, and he was there for one of them. So for me, you know, the, I, I wasn't I wasn't overly worried about the fact that he wasn't there. Um, I was I was I was very very happy with the the starting lineup in midfield. You have to put Ox in there because uh, he's he's now essentially acting as the trigger to the Gegenpress. press. Uh, and and what a play, what what a game he had today. I thought he was absolutely fantastic today. Uh, and he's just coming on in leaps and bounds, and he's been a, a sensational since, uh, you know, for, for the last couple of months. So I'm, I'm really, really pleased with him. Um, start, you know, starting lineup, I actually fancied it. You know, um, it, it's very difficult to play City. You have to be right on your game. We were right on our game right from the first minute, and 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 we won it. It should have been much better than it actually was. Finishing four three, but you know, I'll take it. Who gives a shit? Robski, follow on for that, please, mate. <sighs> Over the moon, mate. Um, pretty much echoing what I saw, saying like the first eleven is as best you're gonna get. Obviously, Casino has gone now. It's a massive statement to say so. Who people think is our best player? We, I don't personally think Casino is our best player, but everyone's always going on about our best player being Casino. We sold him. We've got rid of him. Van Dijkar, seventy-five million pounds signing, hasn't played today yet. We've still done the. Elect champions, I suppose to say. Like, this team, like, but at the same time, I said to Zoya Laurent, at the same time, we made them look bang average, but they scored three goals. That's the only negative I'd take from the game because we did make them look very, very, very average, but at the same time, they still scored three goals. They're a top quality side, but we we done them. And, like, I can't be any happier than I am, honestly. I'm fucking absolutely over the moon, but like... Don't fucking sound it. <laughs> 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 you got to look at both sides of the coin. Like it's we've we've won four three, but they scored three goals. Well, like, we will get to that, mate. Hang on, we will get there later. I only asked you about the start of no, line. Show yourself. Cool your jets. Chill out a bit. Rightio, Tony, can you give us the, the sober view on the start of the lineup, please, mate? Yeah, the, the uh, I am sober as well. I'm still doing bloody dry January. Um, the only worry I had was the obvious one. Well, obvious one and a half. The obvious one was Big Verge not being there. And I'm gonna I'm gonna start calling him Big Merv soon. Um, and 
and Lovren coming back in. Although perhaps Lovren's had enough time off to cure some of his bloody niggly injuries. Um, and other, yeah, I thought so. Um, and obviously Carius in goal, and it wouldn't have mattered whether it was Carius or Mignolet because neither of them are doing it. No, yeah, and that was all. That was all I was worried about. Um, yeah, the rest of it looked like it looked like the right team. Some idiot in the paper, about four people out of 12 in the Times today said, oh, you've got to man mark him. If you man mark him, you might win. I just thought, no, no way. We're going to attack. And that was exactly the right team. Mm, definitely. 100%. Ben, do you want to talk about the first half and let us know where, where you think it went? Well, and where you think it didn't? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, the game started pretty well. I mean, you couldn't really have asked for a better start. Um, I think what, what we seemed to be trying to do was get them you know, cut off the middle and get them to play uh, down to the channels. And that seemed to work pretty well. Like, I think the the sort of, the thought that Robertson was going to be a bit of an easy target and he just completely showed them, you know, that it, that he's basically the king of Scotland now. Um, <laughs> that was beautiful. Beautiful. You know, he's, he's, he's he was absolutely brilliant. They went at Robertson and he completely showed them, you know, that, that he's not somebody to be going at. Um, the first half, I mean, I mean, uh, the first goal. Who scored the first goal? Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wearing a Stevie mask. Yeah, I didn't actually expect him to take the shot on. So, I mean, it's something that apparently Klopp has been saying in recent weeks that he he wants um, Chamberlain to take more shots. You know, he should be he should be going for a goal more, and pff, he pretty much proved him right there. Um, brilliant finish. People were saying the keeper should have done better, but. To be fair, it was it was it was a very very good strike. And you were <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Moving on to somewhat constructive, Richie, give us your thoughts on the first half. <laughs> yeah, it was brilliant. And um, to Ben's uh, point there, um, Chamberlain said uh, after the match they interviewed him here in the U.S. and he said that uh, Klopp has been telling him to uh, take more control and be more attacking and to shoot more. And uh, Chamberlain said, it's really nice with, with the manager working with you on areas uh, of importance and where he wants you to focus. And it was a little bit probably a slight to Wenger throwing him all over the pitch uh, in starting positions. But Klopp seems to want him central and doing what he did today, which uh, obviously fantastic that he started uh, uh, Chamberlain over uh, Lalana, in my opinion. Mm, definitely. Uh, Q, you've done us the honor of... Uh being present on the pod at 5am in Australia with a glass of wine. So uh, give us your thoughts on the uh, first half, please, mate. I thought that the first half were well in control. Um, I mean, the stats in the end showed that we had about, oh, I think it was about 40% possession in the end. But in that first half, I mean, just we, we just bossed it and they were, they were swatting at flies for quite a while. Um, uh, well, the Ox, the, the first chance, well, the first real chance we got, well, it was really a half chance, to be honest. Um, the way he put it away, I thought Edison made a bit of a mistake. He he drifted a bit, little too far left. But then again, I think our goalie made a mistake as well in, in getting beaten at the, the, the near post. Even though Gomez got found out with that long, sweeping, cross ball. But I thought he got back into position quite quickly uh, and uh, then ended up covering what he was supposed to be covering and perhaps maybe just blindsided Carrius a little bit for that first goal. All in all, I think um, we deserve to be ahead at halftime. It didn't turn out that way, but um, um, we were certainly ahead in the uh, in the uh, balls out stakes because, as as Tony was saying earlier, 
a lot of people were, were saying, oh, you, you have to close up and be defensive against this team. But as, as I responded, um, you've got to fight fire with fire when it comes to Man City. And we're the only ones that have got a flame as big as them. So that's what we did. Right. Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Robski inside. Talk to me about the uh, City goal. What do you think happened there? Um, I, well, there, there, there was, it's a Swiss, Swiss cheese effect, mate. Um, insofar as you know, what, what, you, you, people making mistakes and then somebody else makes a mistake behind it. And inevitably, it's going to lead to, to disaster. Uh, you know, Gomez, he's, he, he was brilliant absolutely everywhere else. He switched off, didn't judge the cross crossfield ball incorrectly. Uh, Sané done very, very well to chest it himself in front, in, in front of him. Gomez then got back around him down, uh, to the goal side, um, but didn't set himself properly. And then Karius didn't, uh, you know, didn't do his job as a goalkeeper, which he should be saving from the... Uh, is is inside post that it's just disappointing all round for that for that goal. You know, too many mistakes. You I mean, you, you can deal with one mistake, maybe you can, you can recover from that, but making a couple of mistakes is always going to lead to a goal. And Robski, what do you reckon? Do you agree with Sai? Yeah, absolutely. And oh, I think all three goals are poor defensively. If you want my honest opinion, Carries can do a lot. Carries is just. I know he's obviously in goal. And he's conceded three goals, but. He's, he can't do a lot for, for, for the goals that can, he conceded. Maybe the first one he could have done better for it, in fairness, the uh, mere bodies, but the other two was just poor defending. I think we just switched off at that stage, to be honest with you. But, um, no, I'm delighted at the, the fact we won, obviously, but uh, yeah, I can't really blame the defence. Like, I usually blame Lovren, but I think Lovren was brilliant today. Mate, you did have a very good game. You're right in saying that, mate. Um, sure. Q, I want to pop back to you, mate. The first five minutes, second half. What do you think happened? Oh, fuck. I just sat down from getting the refill. Um, so, what was the question? <laughs> I was just winding you up because I knew you lost your string for the first five minutes of the second half. I was asking you about what happened. <laughs> Asshole. No, internet, internet problems down here. Like I said, I think everybody decided to restart their servers over in our ISPs down here at 3 a.m. on a Monday morning. So, I missed the first five minutes. So, I think we were awesome. I'm not sure, but, <laughs> but the Tony, score was one-one when we got back when we got the coverage back. So, say Tony, help him out, mate. How do you think the second half started? Uh, I thought we came out and played um, possibly more positively than I'd expected. Um, I, re- I I love Jurgen Klopp. I reckon he gave a right a wind up in the dressing room, and the, and they came out they came out super positively for me. It was fucking. It was just relentless. Think about the same. I mean, yeah, we, we talked a lot about, about Carius not making saves. Edison, and I know Edison made at least one colossal fuck up, but he made some great saves. He did. Mm, certainly did. Yeah, uh, early on that second half, we, we could have been goals up earlier. So, what, what do you think happened to, to suddenly kind of turn it from 1 1 to us storming ahead? What do you think changed okay, that good. time? They just said uh, what what happened there. I'm sorry, were you asking me your tone? Sorry. Go for it. Yeah, absolutely fine. Go for it. You go for no, it. The Ox, Ox just explained what happened at halftime was Klops came in and said, we're allowing Otamendi to move the ball from left to uh, from uh, left to right too quickly to the midfield players. So we've got to move up into space and press that. And Ox said that that was, the, uh, that was completely management saying we need to change how we're playing and not allow them to move the ball, to, to move up. And he said, obviously, it worked. We moved up and scored three goals in quick succession. 
But honestly, like we we actually made them look really average. Yeah. Right? I know they scored three goals, which is obviously defensive fuck up, but really did make them look really average. Like I'm always nervous going to games, as you know, but at the same time <laughs> <laughs> the same time, I was going to this game pretty like I wasn't confident I, I, I thought we'd do very well in this game I didn't think we'd lose this game I thought we'd draw our best but to win this game was absolutely amazing the, the, only, the only disappointment for me is obviously we received three goals which are really shitty goals in my opinion um, but yeah no fucking absolutely delighted that, that thing with Ox that, that oh, yeah. thing with Ox you, you know where that you know where that that comes from that Here's what we're doing wrong. This is what we need to do. That that's Buvac. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, definitely. That is, that's fucking Buvac. He's got such a clinical exactly. brain on him. Yep. Saw him doing the same with um with five to go, and Klopp was asking him a bunch yeah. of questions, and he's come on saying, exactly. "This is supposed to be here. This is supposed to be here. That guy's supposed to be doing that job, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. You say at the, the last five minutes, Klopp's on the touchline, looking angry as fuck. Looks like he's about to punch somebody, and Buvac is just like, "Whoa," you know. This is what we need to do, sort of thing. So, kind of reining Klopp in from his passion for a yeah. second, just to. Uh... Klopp's the guitarist. Buvac is the bass player, mate. Yeah, and you. Exactly it. Perfect. You have Kravitz there as well, and he's the one that puts all the the videos together for halftime, so he can basically pinpoint and show them, you know, what they're doing wrong yeah. and where they can be doing better. It's just, it's a great team. Right, so he is. Perfect Absolutely. He's the perfect right. front man for Liverpool. Certainly, certainly is. Right, Ben, give us your thoughts on the second half. The good, the bad, and the brilliant. Yeah, well, again, it was just about really putting as much pressure on them as possible. And City seemed to be one of them teams a bit like ourselves. When you do get them rattled, um, you know, they sort of stay rattled for a few minutes. And if you keep going at them, you know, you can get some change out of them. Um, And that's the thing. Most teams wouldn't do that. Most teams would be a bit more cautious. And, yeah, maybe they'll get... Maybe they'll get a chance, but you know they'll not keep going at them. I think once once Bobby got, I mean, got that first goal, um, in the second half, I mean it was just fantastic bit of play, just proper number nine play, what you're expecting from your striker. Um, what a finish, Ben. Yeah, I mean we've we've heard so much all during the summer that we needed to buy a number nine, blah blah blah, but like just the way just the way he held uh, the defender off, and yeah, the finish under pressure was just absolutely top class it's just you couldn't really ask for any more from them um, and then again it's just about going at them and going at them and going at them and um, I mean Mane's finished there's not an awful lot more needs said about that he actually seems to be stronger on his left foot than he is on his right that's the second time in a, couple, in a, in a few weeks now that we've seen that left footed shot right into the top corner mm, it's like well last season when he was playing on the right he used to come in Onto his left foot. Uh, that's when he had his strongest season, wasn't it? So yeah. you're probably you're probably right about him being stronger on his left foot. Smash, yeah. Smashing then, the goals in. Then you've got actually Ederson making the mistake this time for the Salah goal. Um, I think it, usually Ederson's a bit of a calm head, and I think that's why he is so good on the ball at times. But he was far far too casual when he came out. He just tried to play it back into midfield instead of sticking his foot through it. And the finish from Salah was just as composed as you would like. He didn't hammer it. He just basically dinked it over. And I mean, fantastic finish. Yeah. So now, now for the slightly ugly part. Then uh, what happened uh, in terms of letting them back in? Um, it's again, it's probably just complacency. When you are four one up, it, it's bound to be hard to, you know, keep your keep yourself engaged hundred percent. We made the change with Milner, um, coming on. We took we took Chan off, which 
sort of shakes, shakes things up in the midfield a wee bit. Um, I didn't really expect him to come on at six, and I felt that a number of times he did sort of run past the ball. Um, he seemed to be going to close De Bruyne down, and within one movement, De Bruyne was past him. Yeah. Um, he, he, you know, he, he didn't really do an awful good job at sort of marshalling him. Um, and then, I mean, all the goals were just, you know, there was a mistake in every single one of them. I think, whereas maybe Van Dijk wouldn't have made a difference in the first half, I think he definitely would have made um, a difference in the second half. 100%. You know, Tony, Tony, um, Ben talked about complacency there, which is probably a fair comment, but the, the leads we've given away this season, do you think we should have learned against that by now? I think it, it, it takes a while for a team to actually shake that kind of hoodoo. And I reckon having Virgil on the pitch would, would almost automatically have done it because the guy would just have been shouting and preoccupying people, but they, you know, they're very quiet defense between them and you can just see them. You can just see them start to go. I also think, I can't remember who they put on for Sterling. I, I know that Guardiola was telling Fernandinho to get into the middle because we, we were playing through him too much. Who do they put on for Sterling? Bernardo Silva, was it? Silva. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 He scored their, um, their comeback goal. Exactly, because Sterling was in Robertson's pocket. Yeah, right? he did was. You, did, you, did you see him do it? Yeah, and, and I reckon that was quite an astute change. That, that changed yeah. the game a bit as well. Well, yeah, I think Sterling falls his hand as well a bit, because um, I think Sterling was starting to lose his head as well. So, yeah, kind of forced Pep's hand. So, as tactically good as it was... I'm not sure if he'd have done it if Sterling yeah. hadn't started kicking. How clever was it? Yeah. 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 So, Side, how, how excited were you by the excellent goals we scored? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what type of question is that? You're always going to be excited by the goals, mate. <laughs> well, I, I want to know how high you were jumping off the sofa. I want some, some it, hear, hear your passion, how it went. It, it, it was pretty fucking high, put it that way, Glenn. <laughs> Uh, it was um, you know, a very, very exciting game. You know, I was tense as you like, you know, leading up to it and doing, doing absolutely everything I could not to show it. Um, you know, I, I liken it to a, to, to a duck swimming. You know, on the top it looks nice and serene, under the surface it's paddling like a motherfucker. So that, that was me before the game. I'm Robski, uh, who's, who's kindly flown over from Ireland today to, uh, to, to watch the game again with me. And, and it was just, um, you know, what a fantastic day, you know. I mean, when the first goal went in, I thought, keep it tight, keep it tight, keep it tight. We fucked up. They scored from it. And I thought, oh, you know, if we get one more, maybe we'll win 2-1. I never expected the second half that we got. Um, and, and, you know, getting the second goal was uh, was, was obviously huge. And then uh, Sadio Mane slamming in that left foot into the top corner was uh, something else. And, and, and Mohamed Salah, I mean, I, I thought, I honestly thought, at Christmas, that he probably he probably started slacking off um, in in the second half of the season. I didn't think he could keep up the uh, the goal scoring record that he he's had, uh, but he seems to be proving me wrong, and that's fantastic. You know, we, that, that's what we that's what we want from from him. I think he's a he's a wonderful player, and he scored a lot of goals. And uh, that goal that he took tonight was uh, was pretty sensational. To be fair, that clip over the top of the goalkeeper. Um, but we need to start, start stamping out these uh, stupid mistakes at the back. And that's what Virgil van Dijk's going to do for us. Mm. Rich, today we showed a hell of a lot of strength, kind of on the ball and off the ball, to, to win the ball back. Um, just throughout, throughout the whole team, it's like uh, Vioxx, Robbo at the back. They were all just 
seemed to gain some strength from somewhere. Um, we looked very strong on and off the ball. Like the players that like, were kind of pushing Man City around, it seemed to appear. So give me your thoughts on where do you think this has come from? We seem to have lacked that um, before uh, the season. Oh, I thought um, I thought they just basically followed the game plan to a T in terms of press and press and press again. You, if you're coming back from an off-right, offside position, make sure you're in a position to perhaps make a tackle. Everything was on song except for, well, uh, perhaps um, uh, when the substitutions were made, as, as Ben said earlier, Millie was perhaps a half a step slower than everybody, so he was trying to use his anticipation a little, a little uh, too much and um, overstepped where he should have been, uh, which, which led to their uh, comeback. Well, it led to their comeback, but uh, to be honest with you, uh, I, I thought um, Silver was a little fortunate to get that ball. It was a bit of a rebound, but then again, it goes back to what we were saying earlier. With If it was VVD in that position, it wouldn't have gotten into the box in the first place. In terms of showing strength against their players, a 50-50 ball in close quarters ended up to bounce for us every time. And I think that's because of the intent in going into the tackle and going into the challenge. Uh, we went in with a mindset of being on the front foot and I think the players pulled it off. Completely. To me, it very much smacked of us going into thinking, we owe you. We, uh, we felt we owed City for the last game. We, we started very well against City last time, obviously descending off. It all went a bit wrong, but I think that really spurred us on today, along with uh, Kloppo and his usual firing up of the team. Just it, guys. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously touched upon it earlier. You know, we gave away two silly goals. Uh, we were four one up. It probably we probably should have been five or six by the end of the game. Uh, and and that's what we need to learn. We need to learn that game management after you know at the event um, and not to start to lose these goals, uh, which we should never. You know, four four one in 84 minutes, and then they score a goal at right, four two. Fantastic. Four three. That that's that's difficult. That, that makes the game look much more close than it was, and it shouldn't have been that. It shouldn't have been that way. Mm, completely, Agreed. completely. And like you say, we we stop these silly mistakes. Uh, Virgil's going to help that. What do, what does this result do for our season, then, Ben? Oh well, it's obviously a, a big boost, um, <clears throat> especially after uh, what has happened over the last couple of weeks. Um, we we shall not mention that, but. I mean, everybody was looking at us today to see how we, we did respond to that. And, I mean, we couldn't have responded any better, really. Especially when the player in the team that, that has replaced him has, has scored the first goal and arguably been man of the match. So, Absolutely. So, you know, that's, I mean, it, it should do wonders for us. Um, our next next couple of games, who, does anybody know who, who the next couple of games Swansea. Swansea. Swansea away. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Bastard days. You what? <laughs> <laughs> eight bastard days. He's saying he doesn't want to wait eight days for a <laughs> Ah, yeah. 22nd of January. Swansea away. Then it's the FA Cup against West Brom. Then we've got Huddersfield away after that. Yeah, well, I mean, you would expect that you would expect this to, to probably go and win them three games. Um, it's definitely not beyond us. And the good thing is... While we may not want to have to wait that long to the next game, I mean, we've got a good rest. It was a lot of work put in there today, so, um, you know, we've, we've plenty of time to recover and we should be 100% at it for Swansea. How fucked up is this podcast when the guy from America has to translate for the guy from Gloucester with the guy from South America? <laughs> 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 well, it's nice of the guy from America to finally come back and join us after leaving me hanging earlier. Showing up late, boys, just like we always do. We're here to win. 
Up come the on, Rebels! <laughs> up the Rebels! Come on, come on, Rich. Come on, Rich. While you find your voice, talk to me about um, how you think we're going to do in the next few weeks. Well, I think we kick on from here. I think that uh, I think we're we're shedding the um, the oopses. Look, I mean, reality is we're unbeaten in eighteen. If we if, if someone would have said that to us at the beginning of the season, we all would have screamed, "Yes, take it, take it, take it, a hundred percent." And I think we're just in a different place right now. I think. The additions um, of uh, Robbo to the squad, um, two people playing better, and then you add VVD. And quite frankly, Lovren, I know I don't know if people have mentioned it because I have been listening to the interviews, and I apologize for that. I wanted to see what Clark said. But <laughs> it's okay. Lovren, Lovren was shit again. And without Lovren, without Lovren, their mates have lost it. He lost his head at one point early in the match when Lovren was completely in the wrong position and and Meta just looked at him and was like what are you doing he's like moving his arms and flailing and he's just it's a massive weakness with with Virgil in there we're completely different defensively completely different defensively and now you look at what the contributions of uh, Ox and then you look at uh, other players stepping up and being able to uh, to do things, and uh, hopefully we can uh, add uh, one more to kick on here in the uh, January transfer window. We're we're on the up, guys. I, I know that we I, I bleed red have for years and years and years, and I know this sounds like I'm, I'm uh, drinking my own Kool Aid over here, but we are arguably the the best team in England right now. We just beat the uh, invincibles of the 2000s, and we just beat them. So we are arguably the best team. We have no other thing to focus on except finish the season as strong as possible, probably impossible to catch City. So let's lock in second and move on. My 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 Guna father-in-law is so glad we beat them as well. There's only one Invincibles team. Oh, shut up. <laughs> so like we've just we've just moved up to third. Then we've gone ahead of Chelsea. We're kind of currently firing blanks. Like there's no tomorrow. Um, Manchester United Manchester just, leaving. just shit. Um, yeah, managers leaving as well for Chelsea. So they're kind of just spiraling. Nobody, nobody gives at a the sh- moment because he's off. Yeah, and you can see that from their performances. Manchester United are just shit. So you know, I think they're going to start sliding even more soon. So I think second is ours, as uh, Rich um, rightly says. Go on, Ben. Give us, give us yeah. your... Arsenal as well. You know, they're not exactly in a great position either. So, I mean, Spurs are the only team at the minute that are sort of really um, not stuttering. Um, they seem to they seem to be doing all right at the minute. But otherwise, I look at our rivals and I'm not really too worried. Um, like, stay as injury-free as possible and second should be should, 100% should be ours. We've got, we've got Spurs on the fourth at home. Mm-hmm. Biggest game coming up for us, I reckon, 10th of March. At the home of the scum. At the home of the scum. I'm I'm actually going to say Spuds toes. Uh, I'm not worried about United. I mean, the the, the Spuds game at the start of February, uh, I think is massive for us. And if we can Mm. beat them, then I I would would say that we're very, very comfortably going to finish. I I get that. I get that side. But if you think how shit the United game was at our place... Mm. Wouldn't, wouldn't you give your fucking back teeth for us to go to the home of the scum and rip them a new one? Absolutely. Absolutely. And on that form, on that form, we could do it. But, but that, 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 that's a very different question. 
You know, what's the most important game for us now is absolutely the Tottenham game. You look at our next 10 games, uh, and we should we, we should beat everybody except for Spurs. Yeah. That's the one which is which is a worry, right? Um, and, and then after that, it's then, then absolutely becomes United. But by the time we actually get to United, we could be eight, nine, ten points clear of fifth place. That'd be a lovely position to be in. So, Robski, we've got Swansea coming up. Uh, what do you think we need to change starting lineup wise, if if anything? Nothing. Yeah, um, happy, happy days. And like, obviously, absolutely nothing. I think I'm happy never carries some goal. I think, yeah, like, apart from the first guy, I think he's he's been all right. His distribution a million miles better than me. Like, um, midfield was fantastic. Ox in there was absolutely phenomenal. Honestly, like, really. Ginny was just Ginny. I, I fucking I love that guy so so much. He is just he does so much, but he doesn't get recognised for it. He's yeah, so so good. Yeah. But no, look, I can't, I can't actually change the starting lineup, mate, because apart from Van Dyke, obviously that's the obviously obvious substitution that I'd make. But I said Carrius' distribution is better than Mignolet. I think what Robo was absolutely phenomenal left back. And no offence, but if you're gonna listen to this, I fucking Fucking um, Rainer is shite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Gomez at right back, and all he made his, his error. But at the end of the day, Gomez is centre back, and he's playing right back, and, and he has been phenomenal this season for us at right back. No, I, I actually can't change the starting lineup because I love it. I love Ox. I think he's absolutely phenomenal for us since he's died. Mine has played maybe two games when he was free off his game, but. Pops just taking to another level. Um, Glenn, Glenn, hang on, Rich. hang on. I just uh, uh, update, update. Apparently, I had to translate for a guy from Bootle, not a guy uh, from Southport. Sorry. No worries at all. The Bootle guy is uh, holding his own. Is it Bootle yeah, or is it Bootle? Which one is it? Is it Bootle or Bootle? Is there a T in, in it? Battle? <laughs> I just moved posh, all right? Fuck off. That's the uh, scouts lesson for the day sorted. So, so Ben, Swansea, do we need to change tactically at all? Or? Uh, well, I don't think we need. I think, uh, I mean, this, this lineup is pretty much as good as it gets. Obviously, Van Dyke probably in for Lovren. And I would maybe look at uh, Trent coming in for Gomez just to maybe give him. Um, a game out, and I think uh, Trent would also help going forward against Swansea. I have, I, I don't really know what to expect too much from them with the new manager. Uh, I know they did get their first game; they got, they got a good result, but I don't know if it's back to the the old style of Swansea or or if they're going to just point the bus. Yeah, I think, I think you're right there, mate. Uh, Swansea could go either way. Um, they've been a bit of a strange team this season. Not a patch on their former selves. They've totally changed how they play. Um, so the park in the bus could be highly likely, really. So, but, but to be fair, we should be, we should win that match. Mm. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. That's not, that's not beat around the bush here, guys. Today was a, se- a season to find a football match, all right? Fucking now, we, we, we were brilliant today uh, on, in all aspects. Um, you, you could argue about the you know, letting in the goals, so on. But, but but Manchester City will score goals against absolutely anybody, absolutely anybody in the world. Never mind, never mind the Premiership. All right, 
and we've just taught them a footballing lesson. Now, that this is Jürgen Klopp absolutely at his best. And if anybody thinks that Liverpool, or you know, because of FSG or, or whatever, are, are going to slip away, they are absolutely bastard well wrong. This this is a, this is a, this is a football side that is absolutely going places. You've got you got Nami Keita coming in the summer. We're talking about. Um, potentially talking to Antoine Griezmann, just even have, have, being able to discuss Antoine Griezmann coming to Liverpool is absolutely a huge thing. So for me, I, I, this is massively, massively exciting for us right now. We are on the verge of doing something absolutely fantastic. Uh, and there's no need to wait till next season before we, before we become a, a, a top side. We could potentially win the FA Cup, we could potentially win the, the Champions League. Uh, we'll certainly... Think finish second or third in, in, in the Premier League. And I'm, I'm really, really, really positive going forward. I think it's a massive, massive day for us. Huge. And so say all of us. And so say all of us. And so, uh, sorry. <laughs> and this is why. I- this is why I've gone to find the words now, because there's seven of us on the pod. <laughs> and with that in mind, we're going to be here till fucking Christmas. Can, can, I, right. can I mention something really quickly, please? I'll say one thing. Go on, Q. Uh, sorry. I'll you... say one thing. Go, go. You go first. Okay. Um, no, you, you go. No, 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 you go. Today, today was such a massive result. Who's you go? A go-go. All right. Okay. It was such a massive result for two reasons. Odin Dyke wasn't the squad. We lost our potentially our best player. But we won. 4-3. So, like, it's a massive resolve for us. Everyone goes on about Coutinho going and obviously Van Dijk being missing. Fuck Coutinho! Yeah, exactly. Fuck Coutinho! Like, honestly, there's a fucking massive resolve for us today. I love that. I love how Rob says everyone goes on about Coutinho leaving and he's the only one to mention it so far in this part. It's brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, actually the fact that we were able to limit them probably to four shots with the way that we went at them. I mean, at the end of the day, we weren't sitting back. We were, I mean, we were completely going for it. And the fact that they still only had four shots is quite, quite impressive. Is that your final words, Ben? Is that your final words or do you have any more to say? Oh, how great Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. I do actually have one more thing to say, and it's not regarding uh, Chamberlain and my motivation, motivational speech to him, but um, <laughs> it's actually what Carragher said about uh, the goalkeeping coach, John Octoburg. Um, What's that, and, mate? And he basically mentioned um, that something to do... It's one of the things that he does, seems to do in training with all his goalkeepers. He says that while he was at the club, Octoburg was always... Um, teaching the keepers to keep their hands low, um, you know, right through his whole time. And that seems to be that seems to be the reason why a lot of our keepers aren't, aren't getting to the shots at times. They seem to keep their hands down so low. And it's definitely something it's something that's been on for so long, and it has to be something that's looked at. That's interesting. It's thought provoking, that one. Come on, thank you. Give us, give us your words, oh. mate. Words of wisdom. Um, uh, I had a couple of points, but uh, not everyone's... <laughs> boggle my mind um, well okay I'll, I'll go to the initial point that I was going to say uh, um, the, the big one that I want well the upcoming games are um, uh, are important like we've we got Swansea uh, uh, West Brom Huddersfield and Tottenham the big one as I was saying and uh, the Saints after that which is going to be interesting but Porto 
in the Champions League in the round of 16. It's the first leg and we're away. I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be really interesting to see how everything pans out after the uh, transfer window closes. And uh, I, I, I would love for Cater to come in early. I think that's the only likely thing that's going to happen. Um, uh, if it doesn't happen, however, um, that Porto game, I'm, I'm, I'm really interested to see how our season progresses towards that game and what we do in that one. Happy days. And Tony? My money would be on a keep. If anyone was going to come in, and I know I know we're after Alisson, I know we've, we're probably not going to get him in the window. My money would, if we're going to do anything, would still be a keeper because um, I think it's the it's the missing link right now. Uh, I don't think it'll happen, but yeah, if anyone comes in, I, I'd, I'd back a stopper. Yeah, it's the only other thing that can really win us win us a game. Yeah. You know, we we'll have the yeah. goals. So I, I'll tell you who my alternative man the match is, um, and it's no cliche, but I'll have the ref. I thought Andre Mariner did a really a really good job. <laughs> yeah, fair point. Um, yeah, it's not, not sad very often, and uh, we, we're quick enough to say when they're shit, which is most and, of the time. And, but... the, and the assistants were right on the ball as well. That's Ooh. part of what made it such an enjoyable game. And I'm also I'm also fascinated. I'm going to go away and, and watch the game again because I am fascinated by the fact that we had 36 and a half percent possession. I know a lot of teams is that, that were really. It is too. It yeah, is. This, yeah. this, this season this season apparently is a record-breaking season. Um, by a long way, like by twice as many um, games with worse than 70% possession to, to one team. And apparently, you know, City are the, are the cause of a lot of that. And the, the other reason is the collapse of the, the middle order, like, you know, the Evertons um, and teams like that being so shit. But I do find it fascinating that we only, we had less than 40% possession. And yet for most of that game, well, no, let me change that. For half of that game, we were spanking them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I was going to say, it was a surprising stat. And I think we're back to back to Buvac. I want to go back and watch how they actually played. Yeah, well, we've always been lambasted for, for having so much possession and not doing anything yeah. with it. Well, we did yep. sh- fucking uh, a fuckload with 36%. That's it, 36% useful useful possession. I mean, give me that any day over pass it right in the back to get, Shit, to get yeah. 70%. Mm. Too bloody right. Yeah. Say, but watching the game, the, the other thing we didn't do, right, when it when it did start to, to get a bit fruity towards the end, I was gagging for them just to pass the back, to pull a bit around the back. And we, we seem to be almost incapable of doing it, which is kind of lovely in a way, because if the only way thing you know do is attack and you're good at it, go for it. But that's a good point, actually. I was, I was wondering while we were pressing their fullbacks. Oh, we stood off a little bit, but we're 4 1 up, and then we were pressing their fullbacks to, to play it. Fucking sit back, mate. It's full one. It's, it's up thing, to them. Too. City, City are good at penning you in. You know, to be fair, Guardiola is good at, at penning teams in. So you don't really want to get yourself stuck in that either. Later well, on. My last thought. My last thought, right, is I hate it. I, I know there's always good reasons for it, but I hate it when the original eleven are playing well enough to cruise it, and we start pulling players off. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that, and it may be yeah, I don't know, a bit of a straight or something. But when Milner came on, I, I always I thought I thought Jim Milner was a a key part of last season. I don't think he's a key part of this season. I don't I don't know why we subbed him on. He turned out to be a Must mistake. Must be a good reason. It was a mistake to oh, bring him massive, on at, at the time that we, we, that we did as well. Yeah, when a team is cruising, why do that? When your next game's not for eight days, it's, it's an interesting yeah, one. Yeah, game Swansea. And I have to say as well, watching the actual match and then seeing the stat afterwards for possession, it was a surprise, really. It, we didn't yeah. seem to have that little of the ball. 
Um, yep. And going on, going on what you said as well about the ref having a good game, I have to say it's a nice change for there to be no controversial moments in the match. The two teams actually did well as well. There was no real kind of cheating, diving. It was just a good, honest game of football. Yep. It's uh, nice, nice to see. And Rich, do you want to give us your final thoughts? Yeah, final thoughts. Uh, just um, absolutely fantastic to to be part of all of this and the, the emotions, right? That you can spend uh, as as a a fan. How can you how can you not be uh, a fan of uh, of this team? Just absolutely amazing. It's what it's what you want from your your, your team. You want passion. You want a hundred percent, and you want brilliant play at times and uh, quite frankly winning one to nil over and over and over again is boring as shit i would much rather see some excitement and we are absolutely full and packed with players that can do some amazing things and it's it's uh, once again uh, just really really a pleasure to be a red i think that's a cracking moment to end it on there um we're going to stay on now and have a chat afterwards, but that's going to be the end of the podcast for this week. Uh, if you want to join us and kind of add to our discussions, come to www.liverpoolroom.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Liverpool Room, and uh, you'll get to converse mainly with Sai on there, but it'll bring you over to the site and to chat to the rest of us there and give us your views on, on live, all things Liverpool. Uh, thanks so much for joining us today, guys, and uh, happy days. Fuck Man City. <laughs> He's got this little uh, two to three hour per day camp with other kids. We're just trying to get him social and stuff like that because he's a he tends to be a little bitch around other kids. So. Guardiola <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically said you can't go down four one and come back. We uh, we we weren't solid enough. Uh, That's basically what he said. Guardiola's all right. He's he's not a dickhead like fucking. Yes, Mourinho he's is. all right. I, I don't mind him. I've got a lot of time for Guardiola to be perfectly honest. Yeah. They're, they're all right now basically stroking uh, Ox as they should for a great performance. Oh, good on you, mate. He's the next captain, I reckon. Virgil. I love Virgil as well, but Virgil has only been there for 10 minutes and Ox has been there for 15, but Ox has demonstrated his... Uh, you know what? Let's give it to Virgil so then Virgil can give it to Ox. We had a whole hoopy uh, Gerard situation. I'm not calling Ox Gerard. Never. Was, don't, don't misconstrue that. <laughs> <laughs> If you're the Fisherman's Rest Place, it looks like a place that uh, Steve Coogan would visit with uh, Rob Brydon to comment it fucking is. on their fish and chips and just go, Rob, Rob, don't throw those bloody spears at me. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Everyone quiet. Shut the fuck up. Right, we ready? Ready. Yeah. Right. Oh, fucking hell, Rob's because yeah, I forgot about him. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, God help us. God help us. Hello and welcome to the Liverpool Room. Oh, fuck, fuck.
I'll give you one get out of free card with that one. Shut up! Jesus, this guy is so aggressive. What, where did he get all this aggression? And be calm. I haven't had a wank yet today, that's all it is. Uh, hello, YouTube. Uh, I'm Cork's biggest Liverpool fan. My name is Kevin Murphy, and, uh, and I love Liverpool. Now, uh, I just want to say I have a song I think will go really, really well on the cop, if everyone would sing it. I, we can maybe do it for Man City on uh, next week. So, this, this is my song. Money, money, what bought the for me? No, and we so coutinho, but that don't matter at all, actually, because we've got Sala. Aha, money, money, do 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 do, and Bobby for me? No, but we so coutinho. But we've got Salah. Aha, money, money, do 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 do. And Bobby for me, no. And we so Coutinho. But we've got Salah. Aha, money, money. And Bobby for me, no. But we so Coutinho But we've got Salah So that's my song anyway uh, I, I, like, If we were to sing it for the, like, on the cop for the City game I, I'd, I'd love it like, I mean I'd love it I'm, I'm, I'm Cork's biggest Liverpool fan uh, So I, I'd really really like it it'd be, I think it'd be, I think it'd be great uh, So uh, we're definitely going to beat City too